here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, now, ladies and gentlemen, even up to the network news at the top of the hour, seven minutes ago, that I'm compelled to listen to, we had to hear Chuck Schumer going on and on about the necessity for an FBI investigation in order to conduct a fair hearing. And, of course, the news gives Chuck Schumer a platform. He is a mouthpiece. He is the Svengali behind this entire thing, as he was in other confirmation hearings. He's loathsome. Now, I want to tell all the news outlets out there, including the one I'm compelled to listen to, to pay attention. You do no investigative work on your own. You are not journalistic professionals. I speak of CNN and MSNBC. I speak of CBS and ABC. I speak of NBC, the New York Times, and the Washington Post, because either they have refused to do the investigative work necessary, or they found it and killed it. Now, what am I talking about? There's a great little network out there called NTK Network. And they found a statement by Joe Biden during the Clarence Thomas hearings in 1991 over whether or not the FBI should be brought in to conduct an investigation. This is the holy grail right now, of the recent propaganda of the left and the Democrat Party. If he thinks he's innocent, Kavanaugh, why doesn't he submit himself to an FBI investigation? If the administration is so supportive of this, why don't they support an FBI investigation? I want you to listen to what Joe Biden said as chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee back in 1991 during the Clarence Thomas hearings. This will be the first time I believe this has been played on radio. I want you to listen to this very, very carefully. Joe Biden, 1991, Thomas hearings, whether or not to bring in the FBI. Cut 20, go. The next person that refers to an FBI report as being worth anything obviously doesn't understand anything. FBI explicitly does not in this or any other case reach a conclusion period period so judge there's no reason why you should know this the reason why we cannot rely on the fbi report you wouldn't like it if we did because it is inconclusive they say he said she said and they said period So when people wave an FBI report before you, understand, they do not, they do not, they do not reach conclusions. They do not make, as my friend points out, more adequate, they do not make recommendations. Wow. Now I want to encourage the cable channels, including my favorite cable channel, and all the backbenchers, to grab onto this as quickly as possible. All the websites that grab onto this as quickly as possible. 
Chuck Schumer knows that Joe Biden said this, but he was relying on the media not to bring it up. Dick Durbin knows that Joe Biden said this. They were there, but they're relying on the media not to bring it up. Patrick Leahy knows that Joe Biden said this, was on the committee. But they're relying on the media not to bring it up. The media is bringing up everything but this. So the Democrats now, day in and day out, Kirsten Gillibrand, Maisie uh, whatever from Hawaii, Adam Schiff, who's not even on the committee, one Democrat after. This is their big talking point. Schumer, as recently as this evening, given voice by network news that I am compelled to listen to. All you network news outlets out there on radio and TV, you're going to play this? You're going to play this? Anderson Cooper? Don Lemon? You're going to play this? Rachel Maddow? You're going to play this? How about you? How about you out there, the, uh, the Washington Compost, the New York Slimes? How about the morning schmo and the soon-to-be Mrs. Schmo? That conga line of freaks on MSNBC. That conga line of fools on CNN. They have these large research operations. Hey, you know, we are the free press. We've, uh, we're professionals here. We actually have editors. It's the golden age of journalism. How do they miss this? Unless they want to. Unless they decide not to look. New York Times is looking at a 1983 yearbook from Georgetown Prep. Lies about it. The Democrat Senate staffers find Ms. Rivera. We need to delay. Uh, Dr. Ford doesn't like the fly. Well, now we know why they wanted to delay. They thought they had another woman. And they want to show, look at this, a pattern with no witnesses. But there's no witnesses. Yes, but we have a pattern with no witnesses. Joe Biden himself out there claiming that he defends women. I guess it's women he doesn't touch. He's a very handy fellow. He must have known he said this in 1991. He couldn't have been clear. No, he says. No, the Democrats said in 1991. No, they said during the Clarence Thomas hearings. You don't need an FBI investigation. They don't reach any conclusions. Don't you understand how the FBI works? Now, for the slow-listening leftists out there, and that would include... Democrats in Congress and Democrats in the media. Let's do this again. Follow the bouncing ball. Cut 20. Go. The next person that refers to an FBI report as being worth anything obviously doesn't understand anything. FBI explicitly does not in this or any other case reach a conclusion. Period. Period. So, Judge, there's no reason why you should know this. The reason why we cannot rely on the FBI report, you wouldn't like it if we did. Because it is inconclusive. They say he said, she said, and they said. Period. So when people wave an FBI report before you, understand. They do not. They do not. They do not reach conclusions. They do not make, as my friend points out, more adequate. They do not make recommendations. 
So, Tucker, I know you're listening to the first hour. You need to play this on your show. And all the rest. Now, what are the Democrats going to say about this? Well, this is different. Why? Well, that was 1991. You see, this is 2018. You understand why I play these things and point these things out. You understand why I did the Sunday show the way I did it. For filibuster, exercised it like never before in American history against George W. Bush's judicial nominees. Obama becomes president. They abolish the filibuster for all courts below the Supreme Court because they want to stuff the courts with leftists. Now they, they whine about the fact that they can't use the filibuster. In the case of the Supreme Court, because Mitch McConnell said, okay... Well, then we're not going to use it on Supreme Court justices so we can get no Gorsuch through. The FBI doesn't matter. Now the FBI is everything. Oh, and by the way, Biden, Obama, Schumer, and the rest go to the Senate floor in the last year of George W. Bush's second term of his presidency, and they say, you must not nominate anybody to the Supreme Court in the last year of your presidency because that's not fair to the voters obama's president and in the last nine months of his presidency he nominates merrick garland joe biden standing right next to him now they say oh you can't nominate anybody in the year before a midterm election what who set that rule these people are horrid they are hateful they're dragging this nation into the gutter at every level and in every way. They treat the President of the United States exactly the same way. Vile, disrespectful, hateful. Because they lose an election. And they're not allowed, you see. You're not allowed to vote for whomever you want. They go on and on about the franchise. More and more people should be able to vote. More and more people should be citizens. But then when they lose elections, they attack the Electoral College. When they lose an election, the next day they're talking about impeaching the President of the United States. Before he steps foot in the damn Oval Office. They talk about impeaching Brett Kavanaugh should he become a Supreme Court Justice. Now they're talking about impeaching Clarence Thomas. These people are un-American in every respect. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Next person refers to an FBI report as being worth anything, obviously doesn't understand anything. FBI explicitly does not, in this or any other case, reach a conclusion. Period. Period. So, Judge, there's no reason why you should know this. The reason why we cannot rely on the FBI report, you wouldn't like it if we did. Because it is inconclusive. They say he said, she said, and they said. Period. So when people wave an FBI report before you, understand, they do not, they do not, they do not reach conclusions. 
They do not make, as my friend points out, more adequate. They do not make recommendations. Wow. You want to hear more, Joe Biden, on presumption of innocence? Same hearing in 1991. You want to hear this one? Turn up your volume. We've been hearing now from Maisie What's-Her-Face, the senator from Hawaii. We've been hearing from Kirsten Gillibrand. We've been hearing from others that the burden is on the accused, even though the witnesses have no corroboration, no corroborating witnesses. The burden is on the accused, and they even initially suggested that Kavanaugh should testify first. The burden's on the accused? Really? Well, here's what Joe Biden said about that at the Clarence Thomas hearing in 1991. Cut 21, go. And lastly, Judge, with me from the beginning and at this moment until the end, the presumption is with you. Wow. He's presumed innocent. The presumption is with you. Judge, even the loathsome, dim-witted Joe Biden understood enough, despite his cheating in law school, that the presumption is innocence, not guilt. I wonder what Kirsten Gillibrand has to say about that. I wonder what Maisie What's-Her-Name has to say. I honestly can't remember her last name. I wonder what she has to say. What is it? Harono. Oh, great. Maisie Hirono thinks of that. And all the others have been telling us day in and day out on MSLSD and the constipated news network, CNN. No, 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 you don't understand. This is for Supreme Court. So the presumption is he's guilty. He has to demonstrate that he's an innocent man. What is this, the Soviet Union? All of a sudden they're colluding with the Russians. Shall we listen to that one again? I would encourage the network news that I have to listen to to pay damn attention and stop spoon-feeding us the left propaganda. I would encourage Jake Tapper to wake the hell up and the others at CNN and the phonies at MSNBC. Do your damn jobs! Golden age of journalism, my ass. Cut 21, go. And lastly, Judge... With me from the beginning and at this moment until the end. The presumption is with you. Now we're going to hear more witnesses. They're going to come in and cooperate your position and hers. And by the way, in this case, they're not, we don't even have any corroborating witnesses. None. Zero. Two accusers, no witnesses. Zero. I've never seen anything like this. Go ahead. We'll find out whether they're telling the truth or not as best as we are capable of doing. Just like you as a judge are when you look them in the eye and make a judgment. Boy, is this guy a, a pompous fool? He really is a pompous fool, this Joe Biden. Go ahead. So, Judge, this is less directed at you than it is to my pontificating colleagues. And boy, he doesn't pontificate at all, does he? Go. Democrat and Republican alike... So, Judge, I have not made my judgment based upon this proceeding 
because we have not heard all the evidence. Carsey's a liar. He made not only his judgment, but behind the scenes, he was trying to smear Clarence Thomas. And he was quite the sleaze. But so was Schumer. So was Biden. So was Leahy. So was Kennedy. So so were the rest of them. And so we have it from the jackasses. I mean, the horse's mouth. Joe Biden. FBI can't reach conclusions when investigating this sort of stuff. Period. Period. And the presumption of innocence is with the accused. Now, what will the Democrats do? What will the Democrats do? Well, I'll tell you what the Democrats will do. They will continue with their spectacle. They have created a base within the Democrat Party that is a mob, an army of of mobsters who threaten senators. We'll get to that, like Ted Cruz, who condemn police officers as a group, who are violent as a group, who support socialism over market capitalism as a group. Oh, yeah. I'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now, you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. Plastic Conservative Fire. The Mark Levin Show. Call in now at 877-381-3811. So what do the Democrats do now? That's not really the right question. What do the media do now? I've now presented evidence. Evidence. Incontrovertible, unequivocal evidence. Of Joe Biden as chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee when the Democrats controlled it. of his position respecting the FBI and confirmation hearings. I've now presented his position on whether or not the accused has the presumption of innocence. Now, you would think as patriotic Americans, people who understand the Constitution and the rule of law, that this shouldn't be all that controversial, but it is because the Democrats seek to fundamentally transform America And I told you yesterday, and I want to underscore this point. This is not just about Kavanaugh. They are sending a message to any conservative, any constitutionalist, 
who dares to make themselves available for a high-level appointment that may, in fact, have an effect on the direction of this country, away from the progressive statism, that is, centralized tyranny. They are sending a message that they will destroy you. You can be a geek and a nerd, as Kavanaugh appears to be to me, and they're going to accuse you of rape, of sexual molestation, of public drunkenness. Without a single witness in America, in America, without a single witness, 36 years ago, 35 years ago, it might as well be 500 years ago. How convenient. 36 years ago, 35 years ago, how convenient. Why shouldn't we believe that Kavanaugh is innocent? Nothing's been presented to demonstrate the opposite. Nothing, nothing whatsoever. And in the case of the second woman, Ramirez, the Democrats found her. And look how deceitful the Democrats are. They delay the testimony of Ford because they're working with Ramirez. They're trying to get her to come forward. They sit her down with Loris for six days. She's not sure if it was Kavanaugh. She's not exactly sure. After six days, everything's clarified. Everything is In color, she knows exactly what took place. And now they're ready for the Ford hearing, except they're not. Now Ford and her lawyers are demanding a limit on the amount of press. Isn't that correct, Mr. Producer? So here Ford, her first contact about what allegedly happened 36 years ago was with the Washington Post because, you see, she wanted her privacy. So she went to the Washington Post, which is where everybody goes for their privacy. And now, having dictated term after term after term, having negotiated with the Senate, now she's saying she wants a limit on the amount of media. And you watch. The vast majority of media will think that's a great idea. Because the media really aren't the media anymore. They're propagandists. They're mouthpieces for the Democrats. Why the hell do you think we were able to find Joe Biden saying what he said, but Jake Tapper didn't, Don Lemon didn't, Wolf Blitzer didn't, and the other conga line of morons over there? Why do you think MSNBC didn't find this stuff? Why do you think the New York Times, busy going through the 1983 annual at Georgetown Prep, couldn't find this? Because they didn't want to look. They're looking under rocks for anything they can find to try and piece together. No evidence. No witnesses. But did you attend Georgetown Prep? Yes. Isn't it a well-known school where they drink a lot? Oh, yeah. Now, this Kavanaugh says he didn't drink. Is that possible? Doesn't sound right to me. Oh, wow. And you'll go on the record, but anonymously? Yes, I will. Okay. Twelve people. Who witnessed nothing, but went to Georgetown Prep, say it was a very drunken environment, and there's no way Kavanaugh wouldn't have known about it. Oh, wow. There's evidence. You liberals and Democrats should be ashamed of yourselves. The disgusting behavior is beyond belief. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not just Republicans and conservatives and independents. There's a lot of Democrats out there who are looking at this. I don't mean the 
the radical left old Soviet-style Democrats. I don't mean the Antifa types. No, no, no. Serious people who are looking at this and saying, holy cow, what the hell is this? And many of these liberal Democrats are probably saying to themselves, geez, I did more than what he's accused of. What the hell? I mean, I guess I can never serve. Sure you can. Because the Democrats in Congress, in Washington, on the Senate Judiciary Committee, have two standards. Ted Kennedy, despite Mary Jo Kopechny's death, despite chasing every woman he could, despite endless sexual harassment, oh yeah, his drunkenness and all the rest, he's held up as the lion of the Senate, don't you know? But Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, he's a sexual predator and a drunk. Ladies and gentlemen, I appeal to your sense of truth and integrity and your years of experience. Does this make sense to you? Why have the media been hiding covering up Joe Biden's statements in 1991. Why is Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer and Dick Durbin and Patrick Leahy all around today, all on that committee then, why are they hiding what they said in 1991? Because they're reprobates, that's why. They're reprobates, that's why. They've destroyed the judicial confirmation process, and they've now taken it even several notches lower than it was before. Not for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, not for Elaine Kagan, not for Sotomayor, not for Breyer, not for the great Merrick Garland. Oh, everybody agreed, Merrick Garland. We've never seen anybody like Merrick Garland. Who? Oh, Merrick Garland, he's like the best. Why won't the Republicans go for him? Remember what they did to Rehnquist when he was nominated to be Chief Justice? Oh, my God. You know, he, uh, he's a racist. Why? Well, there's a, his deed on his house uh, that said no blacks and so forth. Well, he didn't write the deed. Well, but he never changed it and so forth and so on. And, oh, who knew? Sam Alito, they trash. His wife is tearing in the background. Clarence Thomas, of course. We know the story there. Why is it that all the constitutionalists are sexual harassers, are racists? They're not. They're not. All they want to do is apply the Constitution. I've told you over and over again, and I've written about it in book after book. This force, this movement that was imported into the United States from Germany. Hegelism, Marxism, Engelism, call it whatever you want. It was Americanized through a number of professors, intellectuals, over a hundred years ago, 1860s, 1870s, and then beyond. The progressive movement was first embraced, frankly, by the Republican Party early on, and then more aggressively by the Democrat Party, because the politicians figured out how they can control society through the government. And they've been scheming ever since on ways to abandon the constitutional order, scheming ever since. 
The Democrats today are so radical in their economic theories and their governing theories, they cannot tolerate losing an election, particularly to a man like Donald Trump, who's upending things, who's changing things, who is undoing the Obama agenda. And as I say, they can tolerate three, three and a half philosophically constitutionalists on the Supreme Court, but that's it. It's their Politburo. It's their baby. They own it. They claim. And why? It's because the progressive intellectuals of the past have written extensively that if you really want to control society, you've got to get around the Constitution. And the only way to get around the Constitution is through the Supreme Court and the other courts. So they're constantly trying to pack the courts. See, for them, it's not really a matter of interpreting the Constitution, applying the Constitution, being an originalist, trying to figure out the intent of the framers and the ratifiers, looking at the text. No, no, no. It's a living and breathing Constitution. This language comes from Woodrow Wilson, right out of his own writings. He says, look, you can't have a living body if the organs are working against each other. The states against the federal government branches of the federal government against branches of the federal government. It must be a harmonizing whole where the organs are all working together. So you need an all-powerful progressive president. That's his, that was his first position. Then he, then he abandoned that position. So well, what you really need is an all-powerful judiciary. And you can put really smart experts on there, you know, like them. Then change the country. Rewrite the Constitution. Amend it at will. That's exactly what's been taking place. So when you have somebody like a Kavanaugh who says when he's introduced by the President of the United States that he's going to follow the Constitution, for them, that's war. War. The smarter the judge or the smarter the professor or the smarter the lawyer who is nominated... To go on the Supreme Court, the more they're abused. Well, what about Scalia? Well, they figured that was a throwaway seat because it didn't get close to the majority. Now, when the Democrats nominate people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who, in my view, was wholly unqualified due to her extreme ideology, her post-constitutional mindset, I don't have to agree with her. I'm just saying she was way out of line. She gets over 90 votes. Elena Kagan was a, a hack, a political hack for Clinton before she served Obama. She had no serious record. Sales through with over 60 votes, almost 70 votes. Sotomayor, not particularly uh, outstanding in any of her writings or anything of the sort. Sales through with almost 70 votes. Breyer served for some period of time. On a circuit court, but before that he served Ted Kennedy on the Senate Judiciary Committee. He sailed through with almost a uh, unanimous Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas gets 52 to 48 votes. 52 to 48. Neil Gorsuch. What did he get? 60 tops? You can look it up. I think less than that. 54 maybe. Is this the standard you want, America, that half the country 
Half the country's treated the way we are. Make no mistake about it. The way they treat Trump, the way they treat Kavanaugh, is the way they view you. They hate you. They despise you. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know, Renee from Boulder, Colorado, was raving about the brand new Genesel Sunspot Corrector. Here's what she wrote. I love the Genesel Sunspot Corrector. It is my go-to product every day. I have sunspots and age spots and can see a definite difference in my skin since using it. You know, you can watch your sunspots, age spots, and even red inflamed patches vanish right before your very eyes. And just like Renee... You click or call right now, you'll get the Genesel Sunspot Corrector absolutely free just for trying Genesel for bags and puffiness. Watch those stubborn sunspots vanish now before you get busy uh, with the holidays and those bags and puffiness gone. And for results in less than 12 hours, the Genesel Immediate Effects is also yours for free. Go to Genesel.com or call 800 Skin 604. 800 skin 604 order this week and receive Chamonix's luxury microdermabrasion also free rejuvenate and unclog pores for instantly radiant baby soft skin order now and shipping is also free call 800 skin 604 800 skin 604 or go to genocell.com that's genocell.com so we have established here in really moments, uh, that the position the Democrats have taken with the FBI was flat out rejected by Joe Biden in 1991 for the same reasons they should be rejected now. We've established here really in mere moments that Joe Biden at the same hearing as chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee when the Democrats controlled it. Also, 1991, the Clarence Thomas hearing said that Judge Thomas deserved the presumption of innocence a position the Democrats have rejected. We've also established here in rather mere moments that none of the progressive media bothered to even look for this information. Bothered to even look for this information. Let us now see if they use this information. And I would encourage the primetime lineup at Fox to hammer away and to use both audio and promote the point. Dr. Ford now is trying to dictate through her lawyers, and that is Schumer, a limit on press access to the hearing on Thursday. Now, the press would normally be appalled by such a thing, let alone a witness demanding limits on the press. she getting cold feet? Or is Schumer trying to kill the hearing? But we will monitor the media and we will see if the media find this to be an attack on freedom of the press like never before. We will monitor the media to see just how much and how serious the media are. Uh, They're not, as you can tell. These media organizations 
MSNBC is part of NBC, which is owned, I believe, by Comcast. These are multi-billion organizations, international corporations. CNN is owned by a large conglomerate, too, and all the rest of them. Washington Post by Bezos, the wealthiest man on the planet by far. New York Times, 70% of it is owned, or was, by a Mexican multi-billionaire telecommunications magnet. So these are big operations, big organizations, with big investigative units, so big that they're busy looking at the 1983 annual of Georgetown Prep. And yet they couldn't find anything that Joe Biden said. On all their Sunday shows, they couldn't play it when they were bringing in a conga line of fools and frauds and fakes who call themselves Democrats. Senator Coons from Delaware, fraud. Senator Whitehouse from Rhode Island, fraud. Senator Schumer of New York, fraud. Senator Dermot of Illinois, fraud. Senator Maisie, um, Hino, what's her name? Hirono, whatever, of Hawaii. I have a mental block on her for good reason. Adam Schiff, really a snake in the grass. None of them. None of them had to answer any of this prior to the hearings on Sunday because the media didn't want them to answer it. The golden age of yellow journalism, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickhouseLevin.com, that's BrickhouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickhouseLevin.com, BrickhouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello everybody, Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Let me suggest this to you ladies and gentlemen. Based on what we know right now, that's an important point, but based on what we know right now, any Republican senator who votes against Kavanaugh should be primaried because enough is enough. Enough with the sleazy Democrat tactics, enough with the Soviet star chamber, enough guilty until innocent stuff. 
Enough with accusers without corroboration and, and witnesses. I mean, it shouldn't even come down to this hearing on Thursday. The media love this. The media love this. Their ratings are going to go through the roof. They're sending all their, their bigwigs to Washington, D.C. They're already there to tell you what you watched during the hearings. The media love it. The cable channels love it. Nothing like a good, what, Roman Colosseum throwing the Christians to the lions. Right? Oh, we're such a sophisticated republic these days, aren't we, ladies and gentlemen? Tell me, uh, Judge Kavanaugh, when is the first time you had sex? Excuse me? You don't recall? Tell me, how many beers did you have when you were in high school? How about college? Did you go to a keg party, multiple keg parties? What did you do, sir? I have before me, Judge Kavanaugh, your your yearbook, your high school yearbook from 1983. Is that your picture? Yes, it is. Did you write that in the margins there? Well, I, I don't quite remember. Maybe. Really? You understand you're under oath, Judge, don't you? Well, well yes. And, of course, the accuser... You don't want to rough up the accuser. It wouldn't look right. And, of course, you'd be accused of all kinds of things. Yes. Are you okay with the environment that you're in right now, Ms. Ford, uh, Dr. Ford? Yes, I am. Are there too many reporters? You know, we can remove some of them if you'd like. Well, just the Fox guys. Get rid of them. Okay. We'll accommodate you. Whatever you want. Do you mind if we have a woman question you? Yes, I don't want a woman. I want old white men questioning so we can accuse old white men of being insensitive. Oh, okay, well, maybe we can accommodate you. How else may we help you? Well, just ask me softball questions. And I prefer that you throw them underhanded across the center of the plate. Oh, well, of course. We want to make sure we're fair. We're going to bend over backwards, don't you know? Now, Judge Kavanaugh, why should we believe you? Judge Kavanaugh, can you prove you were not at the unknown location on an unknown date at an unknown time? Can you prove that, sir? Uh, No. See? See, ladies and gentlemen? You can't prove that? No, I, I, I can't prove it. I can't disprove it. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure you don't. See, we need an FBI investigation, ladies and gentlemen, to get to the bottom of this. Well, Joe Biden said that's not how it works. Well, that was then, this is now. We have a new FBI. Got all kinds of cool tools. and You never know. You must be hiding, Judge Kavanaugh. I'm not hiding. I'm a public person. I've been a judge for 12 years. I haven't hidden any. No, 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 no. Judge, judge. Don't interrupt us, judge. We're trying to get to the bottom of this, don't you know? Now, Dr. Ford, is any of this making you uncomfortable? Yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable. Well, how can we accommodate you? Well, I don't want him in the hearing room with me. I don't want all these reporters in there. 
he should have gone first, I should have gone second. There should have been an FBI investigation. I don't want to be questioned by this woman. I want to be questioned by an old white guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Then we have Lisa Murkowski. Well, given these objections, I, I, I don't know that I can vote for Kavanaugh. Susan Collins, what do you say? Try and keep it under three hours. Well, I, I think the same thing. This hasn't been a terribly fair process, you know. Where's Jeff Flake? Well, he's, uh, he's uh, off the Senate floor. I, I, I don't know. He's a flake. He's, he's kind of roaming around the hallways here. Where's Bob Corker? Well, he's, he's on the phone with John Kerry trying to undermine the president on the Iran stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, he's busy. I understand. Very productive. And then we'll have Kamala Harris. And she'll lecture all the males in America about being insensitive. Now, I don't know. Is Kamala Harris married? I know that I'm married to a woman. I'm very sensitive to my wife. So I don't know what Kamala Harris is talking about. Next up, Maisie, what is it, Hirono? Maisie Hirono, what do you have to say? All you men, shut up. Shut up and stand up. Oh, by the way, Maisie, it turns out, just a few years ago, was slobbering all over the memory of Daniel Inouye. You remember him? He won the Medal of Honor. He was a true war hero. But apparently he was also a sexual harasser and potentially molester. But it didn't matter to Maisie back then because Maisie back then didn't say guilty until proven innocent. She said Republicans guilty, Democrats innocent. Isn't that really what we're talking about? Sure it is. Sure it is. The DNC has as its number two the deputy chairman of the DNC, Keith X. Keith X, you know, was bad enough. He was tight with Farrakhan. Ah, don't worry, that's just anti-Semitism. Don't sweat it. Ah, don't sweat it. Apparently he was physically abusive to his longtime live-in girlfriend. The DNC's been investigating this. Very thoroughly, apparently. Kamala Harris doesn't care. Kirsten Gillibrand doesn't care. Where are they? The guy that runs the DNC, Perez, doesn't care. Bernie Sanders, who backed Keith X for chairman of the DNC, nobody even asks the little commie what he thinks about Keith Ellison anymore. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. I'm busy. Busy. Do you realize what a bunch of clowns and freaks represent us? Quote, unquote. This is why those of us who are conservative believe in small government, divided government. The best government is the closest to the people. And the least government is the best for the people. Just because somebody happens to get elected doesn't mean they're good or moral or smart or knowledgeable or virtuous. They got elected. That's all. Our framers understood this. This is why they created a republic and not a democracy. This is why only one branch of our government, and half of it, the House, is directly elected by the people. They wanted checks, balances. 
the diffusion of power because they know people are fallible. They know they're imperfect. Some of them are damn downright evil. Right, Durbin? Right, Schumer? And look at the media in this country. Mostly large corporations. These journalists, I tell you over and over again, what makes them journalists? What makes them journalists? How are they journalists? I'm quite serious about this. Because they self-identify? Because they went to journalism school? Does that make them journalists? When they go on TV and propagandize like good little demagogues? When they create a reality rather than report on the real reality? Tell me, has CNN and MSNBC done a fair and balanced job of reporting over the last few weeks? People can say what they want of Fox, but they do have liberals like Shep Smith and others on Fox. There's no question, and they're proud of it. Who is the conservative host or reporter on MSNBC or CNN? Can you name one? They're equivalent in reverse of a Shep Smith. Do they have one? I don't know of any. Do you? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. President of the United States, by the way, gave a tremendous speech at the UN. We'll address that in the final hour of the program. I mean, it was absolutely spectacular. It really was. But he was also asked after his U.N. speech about the Kavanaugh matter. And the Washington Post immediately sent out a, uh, a text that said, Trump attacks second woman. This is why the Washington Post is bankrupt. This is why it needed a sugar daddy in Bezos. That's not what Trump did. Trump laid out what we all know. Cut 10, go. He's never had any charges like this. I mean, charges come up from 36 years ago that are totally unsubstantiated. I mean, you, as, as watching this, as the president of, of a great country, you must say, how is this possible? 36 years ago, nobody ever knew about it, nobody ever heard about it, and now a new charge comes up. And she said, well, it might not be him, and there were gaps, and she said she was totally inebriated, and she was all messed up, and she doesn't know it was him, but it might have been him. Oh, gee, let's not make him a Supreme Court judge because of that. This is a con game being played by the Democrats. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Cut 11, go. Should the second accuser be allowed to testify on Thursday? Would you welcome that? Well, I look at the second accuser. The second accuser has nothing. The second accuser doesn't even know. She thinks maybe it could have been him, maybe not. She admits that she was drunk. She admits time lapses. There were time lapses. This is a, a person, and this is a, a series of, of uh, statements that's going to take one of the most talented, one of the greatest intellects, from a judicial standpoint in our country, going to keep him off the United States Supreme Court. You know, I said something this morning. He has a chance to be one of the greatest justices ever. 
in the United States Supreme Court. What a shame. And what a shame it is for so many other people whose world that isn't. That's not his world, and it's not their world. These are legitimate people. They're not in the world of con and the world of obstruct and the world of resist. He never thought this was even a possibility. He's startled. He can't believe this is happening. His wife is devastated. His children are devastated. I don't mean they're like, oh, gee, I'm a little unhappy. They're devastated. And it's because these Democrats, and they know, they know. When I see Schumer, who never even saw this woman, I believe her 100%. And I see these other senators that I deal with on a daily basis. I know them better than they know themselves. It's just a game for them. But it's a very dangerous game for our country. And ladies and gentlemen, it's also a game for the media. The media need these things to prop up their ratings and to make themselves consequential. The media create these environments. I'll prove it to you. Here's George Stephanopoulos, who actually did a pretty good job the other day, but he went back to his pattern. Cut 12, hat tip mediaite, go. It does seem, though, that the president has already reached a judgment about their stories, and there does seem to be a pattern here. I know I reached a judgment about their stories. What story? There's no witnesses. Go ahead. When Bill O'Reilly is accused, when Roger Ailes is accused, when Rob Porter is accused, and now when Brett Kavanaugh is accused. Rob Porter is accused? Oh, I see. The aide. All right, go ahead president consistently every single time takes the side of the man you know it's interesting that you say that it's um a lot of democrats that like to ignore keith ellison and cory booker they love to fight and champion women until they disagree with them al franken lost his job in the senate and a number of other democrats should have the same type of scrutiny look the president is but what's the answer to my question every single time the president i'll give you the answer to your question genius each case should be taken on its own merits Why don't you break down each case? You did. Roy Moore. Bill O'Reilly. Roger Ailes. So that's Fox. I could ask the same questions about Charlie Rose and Matt Lauer and Moonves and all the rest of the males in the media, in Hollywood, and the rest. Go ahead of the man against women accusers. That's not true. And in this case, the president knows Brett Kavanaugh. He's heard his story. There hasn't been a shred of evidence. So you see, you see, for Stepanopoulos now, so it's about it's about Trump. Trump's the problem. But we dug up George Stephanopoulos in 1992. He was Bill Clinton's mouthpiece. He was questioned by then Sam Donaldson of ABC News. I want you to listen to Stephanopoulos's position. Cut 13. Go. Now, Governor Clinton has a character problem, but I take it that your line of of counterattack is that it's un... Well, I mean, he he has not denied that he has engaged in marital infidelity. He denied a specific one. He said that he had problems in his marriage. That's right, and he he has talked about the draft, and to some people it's a character problem. Bill Clinton's passed his character test throughout his life and throughout this campaign. And he's shown it through his commitments to real fights. And what he's going to do in this campaign is focus on what's important to the American people, on the jobs and the education. That's what the American people care about. They want to move into the future. They don't want to be diverted by side issues. So the question, George Stephanopoulos, is why did you always defend Bill Clinton against women? Why did you do that? 
Now, in the first hour, we played Joe Biden. As a matter of fact, let's get cut 21 again, Mr. Producer, as we set up the case against Maisie Hirono, who was on CNN today. She's been on TV a lot because the media love her. Go ahead. And lastly, Judge, with me from the beginning and at this moment until the end, the presumption is with you. All right. Presumption of innocence is with him. Here's Maisie Hirono on CNN today. Cut 14. Go. And by the way, this is not a uh, criminal proceeding. People keep talking about presumption of innocence. That is a term one uses in a criminal proceeding. This is a hearing to determine... That is a term somebody uses in a civil proceeding. It's a term somebody uses in an arbitration. It is a term somebody uses in school disciplinary cases. It is a, a notion that is fully enshrined within our entire system of justice at every level, formal or informal. Except, apparently, according to Maisie Hirono, she even disagrees with Joe Biden. You want to know why? Because she's a pathetic fool. A pathetic fool. I'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. Antidote for liberal media bias, Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. Chuck Schumer at a press conference today. No presumption of innocence for Kavanaugh. Cut 15, go. Leader McConnell just said that Judge Kavanaugh, quote, deserves the presumption of innocence. Do you agree with that? And do you view this hearing through the prism of a a legal proceeding? No, it's not a legal proceeding. It's a fact-finding proceeding. We do this with every major nominee. And countless times... You are a liar, a serial liar. You are the worst. You know damn well that's a lie. You know damn well what happened during the Clarence Thomas hearings. What Joe Biden said and what the Democrats all said. Now, we don't need an FBI investigation. Moreover, you know damn well that he is presumed innocent. And that's been the position in these hearings until now. See, Schumer's leading the orchestra, ladies and gentlemen. He is the propagandist. He's the man with the big lie. He hands out the talking points every morning. And then every Democrat reads from the talking points. They say exactly the same thing. 
Exactly the same thing without without objection. This is what they do. So the man's not presumed innocent. I have to be honest with you folks. This should shut the whole thing down. If we cannot even agree that an accused is innocent until proven guilty, then that's enough. That's enough. Republicans shouldn't participate in a Soviet-style uh, uh, star chamber operation like this. They just shouldn't. And they ought to take off the gloves and really hammer the Democrats now. And the way the reporter asked the question, she's in the tank, too. Leader McConnell just said that Kavanaugh deserves the presumption of innocence. Do you agree with that? And do you view this hearing through the prism of a legal proceeding? See, just put a question mark at the end, and then you have it. I mean, what you're witnessing here is really quite appalling. I want you to consider the Democrats control the House and the Senate, eventually the presidency, and they only did it for two years under Obama. Look at the wrecking ball that was. So you have hypocrites in the media like Stephanopoulos. You have hypocrites in the media who couldn't even spend the time with their vast investigative resources to find Joe Biden in 1991 saying what I've played over and over again, that the FBI should not be involved in this. It's not their job. It'll be a he said, she said, period, period. Or the presumption of innocence, which he also said, none of that matters. Media didn't dig it up. Quite remarkable. Quite remarkable. You know what's not smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. But you know what is smart? ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you really get qualified candidates, and you get them fast, no matter, no more sorting through the wrong resumes and so forth, no more waiting for the right candidates to apply. It's a wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the United States. And this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, you, my listeners, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-E-V-I-N, ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The smartest way to hire. So presume guilty. I want you to hear the other absolutely insane comments. We have Amy Blosher, or Klobosher, uh, whatever. She's, what's her name? I know who she is, Klobuchar, but, you know. And uh, she's running for re-election, so congratulations. Listen to this, moron. Cut 16, go. And the second thing about that interview was when he said uh, that he actually downplayed his drinking and he said he never really blacked out so he didn't remember things. I mean, those are things that really go to credibility given some of the stories circulating out there. And again, even in the Anita Hill hearing, Nora, we had dozens of witnesses that came forward and were allowed to testify. This time, all of that's being shut out. And as a former prosecutor, I think you have to be able to at least get the facts down. I think it's important. No matter what side you're on on this, if you want him or you don't want him, don't you want to have the facts? 
So the fact that he didn't black out in a drunken stupor demonstrates to this former prosecutor that he lacks credibility. They, they, they are so bereft of serious arguments. So bereft. Then we have CNN, and they actually bring in people like this. A criminal defense attorney by the name of Yodit Tawaldi. And don't blame me, I'm just trying to pronounce it. Yodit Tawaldi. Listen to this. And CNN is promoting this by putting this person on their airwaves. Cut 19, go. You know, well, during the break, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm looking at people actually saying and applauding the judge in, in this sentence and then in the same breath wanting to defend Kavanaugh. And so I, and she's it, saying, hey, look, this thing about Cosby, you know, a convicted rapist and they're applauding this. And then you defend Kavanaugh. What does one have to do with the other? One was a criminal trial in front of a real jury. On the one hand, we're told this isn't a legal proceeding. On the other hand, it's compared to a legal proceeding. This is what happens when you don't follow the rule of law. This is what happens when you're obsessed with hate and contempt and seek to destroy our justice system, any justice system. Go ahead. Because again, like Ariva said, this is... Ah, shut up, you idiot. We're surrounded by these idiots. Let's not fool ourselves. Then we got to watch this. On Thursday, oh, my goodness. Which one to you? And, and let me tell you the main question. Which one to you was more credible? Watch that word credible. I want you to put it in bold, capitals and underline. Who was more credible to you? Who's more, more credible to you, ladies and gentlemen? See, there's no presumption of innocence. There's no actual witnesses. There's no other type of corroboration. So who's more credible? And, of course, we're to believe the woman, not the man, according to the left. Just the way it is for all you men and boys out there. Now, just to update you, the second woman, Ramirez, has indicated through her lawyers that she is not going to testify. That's the news up to this moment. Ford is still trying to decide on the shape of the table. Not sure. Not 100% sure. Too many reporters? No. Kavanaugh in the room? No. Questioned by a woman who's a prosecutor? No. And don't bully her. Whatever you do, don't bully her. All the Democrats already believe her. And all the Democrats announced long before she appeared and came to the Washington Post that Kavanaugh, every one of them on that committee, should be voted down. That's the point of all this. This isn't a hearing. This is a a character assassination event. The cards were already stacked. On the way you can question Ford and the way you can question Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, anything goes. Ford, almost nothing goes. But we want to get to the bottom of this. Let's call in the FBI. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I never do this, but we're going to do it again to make it abundantly clear to the millions of my listeners and to push it out as hard as we can to the backbenchers, to our friends on Fox, everywhere else, what Joe Biden said in 1991. Cut 20, go. 
The next person that refers to an FBI report as being worth anything obviously doesn't understand anything. FBI explicitly does not, in this or any other case, reach a conclusion. Period. Period. So, Judge, there's no reason why you should know this. The reason why we cannot rely on the FBI report, you wouldn't like it if we did. Because it is inconclusive. They say he said, she said, and they said. Period. So when people wave an FBI report before you, understand, they do not, they do not, they do not reach conclusions. They do not make, as my friend points out, more adequate. They do not make recommendations. Notice he was barely literate then and is barely literate today. And I love the way Republicans say, you know, Joe's a good guy, this lunch bucket Joe. He's, he's really a good guy. No, he's not. He's an ass. Now, media, balls in your court. Now, Schumer, balls in your court. It's a checkmate, but nonetheless... I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, uh, I want to take a moment to thank you. Go up on the Great Drudge Report, and Matt Drudge is a great guy. Absolutely. He's another pathmaker who's created his own industry. And uh, we all go to the Drudge Report frequently every day. And you can go there and see a post to the Washington Examiner, a real journalist, Paul Bedard. You can go to Conservative Review and, and some other locations as well. And you'll see that thanks to you, not me, thanks to you, that Life, Liberty, and Levin at 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday had the biggest audience on cable news the entire weekend. The entire weekend of any program. And I certainly am not putting down any other program. I think we have wonderful, wonderful programming on Fox. Steve Hilton is terrific. Ben Shapiro's uh, shows. These other shows, just terrific. But we were number one overall on every cable news station. And we crushed CNN and MSNBC combined. That's because of you. And we're up against every Sunday, Sunday night football. And it was a big game Sunday. New England versus... Detroit, with a big upset. Detroit won, so a lot of people were tuning in. So we're up against Sunday Night Football every Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. And we have a significant following, thanks to you. Now, I did something I don't normally do. It was just me, no guest. It was not a long-form interview. Why have a guest when it comes to the Supreme Court and what's taking place when I mean, honestly, I know more than most people about it. I'm a guest on a lot of other shows. And by the way, I'll be on Hannity on Fox tomorrow night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. 
But we had uh, really remarkable numbers. You can check out these articles. You can go to the Drudge Report and so forth. Um, and um, and that's thanks to you, because you're concerned about your country, you're concerned about what's going on, and really you're furious, and you want to learn as much as you can. When you tune into this radio show, I want you to go away with more information, more knowledge than you had when you came here. I can just sum up everything that's taken place before I come on to this program, but I don't do that. We do some of it in order to build a foundation so you know what's out there, what could be out there. And then I and you, we digest it, and then we need to go further than that, right? For instance, now you know, before everybody else, what Biden said in 1991, which completely undercuts the Democrats today. Now, they can resist it, but so what? Now you know what Biden said about burden of proof, which completely upsets the, uh, undermines the Democrats today, undermines Schumer, undermines all of them. And you know even more, which is that the media ignored it. The media didn't look for it, or if they found it, they deep-sixed it. See, if the media, in many respects, if they're not the enemy of the people, are they the friend of the people? Do they care about this republic? Why do they seem to push almost exclusively, or certainly most of the time, the agenda of the left? Why do they treat conservatives, some republicans, or non-progressives in such a nasty way, in such a vicious way, even when they show up in their studios? Why do they hire almost exclusively people of the left? We know they're of the left, the vast majority. Are they friends of the people? Are they promoting a free press, really, when they're a propaganda machine in the aggregate? Of course not. Nobody's attacking the First Amendment. We're attacking these media corporations and their employees. Not arguing that there should be a federal statute to eliminate them or anything of the course of the sort. We're just pointing out the obvious. It's obvious to everybody but them, of course. They're the perpetrators. This whole Kavanaugh situation exposes that. You literally have politicians going on TV we're saying there is no presumption of innocence. You literally have politicians going on TV, reversing positions that their party held a few decades ago about the FBI. You have people who are supposed to be trying to determine whether Mr. Kavanaugh's fit to be on the Supreme Court, and there's no question he's more than fit, going out, digging up dirt on him. And then they complain about an unfair process. You have the first accuser who says she wants to remain private going to the Washington Post, going to a Democrat congresswoman, who then in turn goes to the Democrat senator. Now we have negotiations taking place. She's calling the shots, and if she doesn't get everything she wants, then you're anti-woman and so forth and so on. Now, none of us are buying that. None of us. 
We don't care about what the kook left thinks. What I tried to do on the Sunday show, and apparently it was persuasive on Fox, was provide some context for what the Democrats have done to the judicial confirmation process over the last 31 years, starting with Bork, working through Clarence Thomas, circuit court judges, some of whom you never heard of before, to show you the memos that are in Men in Black, the memos that the Democrats were writing to each other, and their left-wing groups that were basically calling the shots behind the scenes so you could see how it worked, how they tried to stop a Latino from being on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals and succeeded because they were afraid he was too good and would one day be a Republican nominee to the Supreme Court. How the Democrats have changed their positions multiple times on filibusters in order to try and stuff the courts with ideologues. How they've changed their positions multiple, time, multiple times on, on whether a Supreme Court uh, justice, uh, a potential, should be uh, nominated in the last year of the presidency. And it just keeps sinking and sinking and sinking. Context is important if you are to watch this on Thursday. I'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Well, I'm pleased. I really am pleased, and I mean it. Martha McCallum, Tucker Carlson have now played the Joe Biden clip and where in 1991 as chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, he said, no, there ought not be an FBI investigation. It won't get us anywhere. So this is good. It's very good. Okay, I want to move on to one other thing here. The president of the United States really gave a spectacular speech, I feel, and a lot of people feel. Um at the United Nations. And uh, I want you to hear some of it. I want you to hear some of it. Let's begin. Cut one, go. We believe that when nations respect the rights of their neighbors and defend the interests of their people, they can better work together to secure the blessings of safety, prosperity, and peace. Each of us here today is the emissary of a distinct culture, a rich history, and a people bound together by ties of memory, tradition, and the values that make our homelands like nowhere else on Earth. That is why America will always choose independence and cooperation over global governance, control, and domination. I honor the right of every nation in this room to pursue its own customs, beliefs, and traditions. The United States will not tell you how to live or work or worship. We only ask that you honor our sovereignty in return. Let's go to cut three on Iran, please. Go. Every solution to the humanitarian crisis in Syria must also include a strategy to address the brutal regime that has fueled and financed it. 
the corrupt dictatorship in Iran. Iran's leaders sow chaos, death, and destruction. They do not respect their neighbors or borders or the sovereign rights of nations. Instead, Iran's leaders plunder the nation's resources to enrich themselves and to spread mayhem across the Middle East and far beyond. The Iranian people are rightly outraged that their leaders have embezzled billions of dollars from Iran's treasure, seized valuable portions of the economy, and looted the people's religious endowments, all to line their own pockets and send their proxies to wage war. Not good. Iran's neighbors have paid a heavy toll for the region's agenda of aggression and expansion. That is why so many countries in the Middle East strongly supported my decision to withdraw the United States from the horrible 2015 Iran nuclear deal and reimpose nuclear sanctions. The Iran deal was a windfall for Iran's leaders. In the years since the deal was reached, Iran's military budget grew nearly 40 percent. The dictatorship used the funds to build nuclear-capable missiles, increase internal repression, finance terrorism, and fund havoc and slaughter in Syria and Yemen. President continued, cut for go. The United States has launched a campaign of economic pressure to deny the regime the funds it needs to advance its bloody agenda. Last month, we began reimposing hard-hitting nuclear sanctions that have been lifted under the Iran deal. Additional sanctions will resume November 5th, and more will follow. And we are working with countries that import Iranian crude oil to cut their purchases substantially. We cannot allow the world's leading sponsor of terrorism to possess the planet's most dangerous weapons. We cannot allow a regime that chants death to America and that threatens Israel with annihilation to possess the means to deliver a nuclear warhead to any city on Earth. Just can't do it. We ask all nations to isolate Iran's regime as long as its aggression continues. And we ask all nations to support Iran's people as they struggle to reclaim their religious and righteous destiny. What about American sovereignty? What about this International Criminal Court, so-called Human Rights Council, all these things? Cut six, go. I spoke before this body last year and warned that the U.N. Human Rights Council had become a grave embarrassment to this institution, shielding egregious human rights abusers while bashing America and its many friends. Our ambassador to the United Nations, 
Nikki Haley, laid out a clear agenda for reform. But despite reported and repeated warnings, no action at all was taken. So the United States took the only responsible course. We withdrew from the Human Rights Council, and we will not return until real reform is enacted. For similar reasons, the United States will provide no support and recognition to the International Criminal Court. As far as America is concerned, the ICC has no jurisdiction, no legitimacy, and no authority. The ICC claims near-universal jurisdiction over the citizens of every country, violating all principles of justice, fairness, and due process. We will never surrender America's sovereignty to an unelected, unaccountable global bureaucracy. America is governed by Americans. We reject the ideology of globalism, and we embrace the doctrine of patriotism. Around the world, responsible nations must defend against threats to sovereignty, not just from global governments, but also from other new forms of coercion and domination. You will never or would never have heard anything like this from Barack Obama. Nothing like this. This is a fabulous speech. One more clip. Cut eight. Go. Currently, we are witnessing a human tragedy, as an example, in Venezuela. More than two million people have fled the anguish inflicted by the socialist Maduro regime and its Cuban sponsors. Not long ago, Venezuela was one of the richest countries on earth. Today, socialism has bankrupted the oil-rich nation and driven its people into abject poverty. Virtually everywhere socialism or communism has been tried, it has produced suffering, corruption, and decay. Socialism's thirst for power leads to expansion, incursion, and oppression. All nations of the world should resist socialism and the misery that it brings to everyone. In that spirit, we ask the nations gathered here to join us in calling for the restoration of democracy in Venezuela. Today, we are announcing additional sanctions against the repressive regime targeting Maduro's inner circle and close advisors. You know, I can't even think why a never-Trumper would be attacking this president at this point, given his record, given his actions, given his leadership. I really can't, unless it's personal and petty, like with Bill Kristol, who tweets out the most insane things every day. You know, from hurricanes to earthquakes and cyber warfare, every American should have a plan to get through an emergency. Natural disaster, power being out for weeks, this is more urgent than ever. Now, we've seen again government response and repair to infrastructure can be slow. It's just the way it is. The best place to start is storing food that lasts up to 25 years. Build a supply over time so you're ready. Now, I trust and use my Patriot Supply for my food storage. 
Make today the day you do the same. Everyone in your household should have a four-week emergency food kit, and there's a special on them. Save $100 when you go to my special website, preparewithmark.com. Now, these four-week food kits are shipped fresh, discreetly to your door, so I would do it right away, right away. Order and save $100 per kit on their bestseller this week. Call 800-294-2325, 800-294-2325. Or go online to preparewithmark.com, preparewithmark.com. Whatever this world cooks up, know with this that you are prepared with your food. 800-294-2325 or preparewithmark.com. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. These roving mods, mobs of uh, leftists who go after uh, Trump cabinet secretaries, who go after other conservative politicians, and they have gone after Ted Cruz. And I want the people of Texas to know this. And it looked like that he was accosted. In fact, one miscreant went nose to nose with Ted Cruz. I can remember being part of the Tea Party in 2010, and we had huge, huge rallies. Nobody, nobody got physical. There was no violence. Uh, we didn't start tracking down members of Congress. I remember folks went into Congress, into the hallways, and when were respectful going to the, the offices and so forth, and they were trashed for this, attacked for it. But look at the left, from Antifa to Black Lives Matter to these uh, miscreants who were tracking down members of Congress, senators. And it was uh, Ted Cruz and his wife, Heidi, almost violently accosted last night in a restaurant. It sounded like this. Go ahead. We believe survivors. 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 Beto is way hotter than you do. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. I want the people of Texas to know that there is a significant percentage of the population on the Democrat side in your state who are cheering that. They love it. They're smiling at it. And they're going to vote for Beto O'Rourke. Even though Beto O'Rourke has denounced it, as he must, the fact of the matter is the left has created this mob. It's a mob. And uh, it's really quite disgraceful. It's thoroughly disgraceful. All right. Let's see if my phone... Oh, look at that. It's working. Mike! Sunshine, Maryland, the great WMAL. Go. Mark, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Sunshine, Maryland is in Montgomery County, just up county from Old Arms and uh, Georgetown Prep. Well, congratulations. Uh, that's, quite the, uh, that's quite the tax haven. Yes. Well, um, the FBI, um, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Uh, they've already done six background checks on uh, Kavanaugh over his public... And what are they going to do? Are they going to be canvassing this county, this state, this country for for those who attended a kegger in 1983? Uh, We have a letter uh, that was it's pretty muddy, I'm sure, muddied by time and 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 alcohol. Um, And what the left or the DNC should have done when they leaked this letter was concurrently uh, filed a a police report with Montgomery County Police, and they did not do that. 
and we all know why. Yeah, because you're saying it's bogus. Correct. And it is liability on her part if she files a, a police report. No, I don't think anybody would hold her to any standard, quite frankly. Not with all the uh, media. All the media is in her corner. All the Democrats are in her corner. The only thing that's not in her corner is a single witness. All right, Mike, thank you for your call, my friend. Kathy, Bend, Oregon, the great KBND. Go. Um, hi, Mark. Um, listen, I was in the middle of a run when you played that Biden um, uh, clip as far as him weighing in on the FBI. And I honestly, it took my breath away. I could not believe the words coming out of his. And, and, and by the way, thankfully, it's all over uh, Fox right now. And that's important that it should be. Go ahead. I think that's thanks to you. You are truly a national treasure, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, Every time you play something from the past, it's just more education for those of us that are ignorant um, of what was said. But I think, Marshall, I mean, Mark, I think the problem is you are not aware that we have a new and improved FBI. And what I mean by this is um, James Comey, when he gave that uh, final report on the Hillary Clinton um, exoneration, he told us at that time that the FBI not only did the investigation, they did come up with a conclusion and they did make a recommendation to the Department of, of Justice. So they truly do it all, and they also can determine intent, um, as in Hillary did not intend to do any of the things that she did that um, were crimes. So we have got an incredible FBI, and I just think you need to kind of get up to speed with what they do, because it's obviously a different FBI than what Joe Biden was describing um, when he says they do not make conclusions and they don't make recommendations. So that Well, was- I get your point. I really do. Uh, the hypocrisy uh, depends on who is being investigated by whom. And I want to pre- I want to thank you for your call. And uh, if you're a uh, an American and your heart is still beating and your mind is still working, you have to be disgusted with what's going on in this country. You have to really be disgusted. The question is whether you're going to vote. Are you going to allow these people, the people who chased down Ted Cruz, the people who have destroyed the judicial nomination process? The people who insist on open borders and sanctuary cities. The people who trash our military and eviscerate their, their uh, funding. The people who hate our cops. Are you going to allow them to control the House of Representatives in the United States Senate? I mean, it truly is up to you. They say that you're passive right now. They say that you're disinterested and disconnected right now. Are you? They say that you're, uh, you're so fed up that you're just not going to vote, that you're going to hand the country over to these people. Is that what you're going to do? Well, if you're thinking about that, I want you to look at your children and your grandchildren. Because we, we conduct these battles for them. For them. The country is rapidly declining. It's racket, rapidly transforming. I don't ever remember gangs of thugs and mobs chasing down a senator in a restaurant, chasing down a White House press secretary, chasing down a cabinet secretary. Do you want to put an end to this? Well, then you better get organized. You better talk to your family members. You better talk to your your uh, colleagues in your office or wherever you work. You better talk to everybody you can and make sure they vote. Otherwise, this is our future. I'll be right back. 
Levin Show, where the Reagan Coalition meets every day. Call now, 877-381-3811. You know, my producer was such a fan of my ex-chair, we finally decided for my man Rich that it was time to get him his own ex-chair. And boy, does he love it. Mr. Producer and I are different heights, yet how the X-Chair conforms to each of us to provide the same unbelievable level of support and comfort. He's physically feeling the difference. We've talked about this. Less pain, more energy, better focus, more productivity, etc. Same with me. I sit in this chair seven hours a day. You need to feel the X-Chair difference for yourself. And if you want to see how beautiful this amazing chair is, you can go to my Facebook site. Mark Levin Show, Facebook, or, or just go to xchairlevin.com, xchairlevin.com, and you can see the numerous models, different models that they have. If you own a business, you're a business owner, take my advice. If you want happier, more productive employees, then consider getting X chairs for your entire staff. It's a very reasonable investment that will pay huge dividends. X chair is on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairlevin.com right now. That's xchairlevin.com, or you can give them a call at 844-4-X-CHAIR. 844-4-X-CHAIR. X-CHAIR comes with a 30-day, no-questions-asked guarantee of complete satisfaction, so there's no risk. Go to xchairlevin.com now. Use code Levin Footrest, and you'll get a free footrest. xchairlevin.com. Code Levin Footrest, or just call them toll free. 844 4X Chair, 844 4X Chair. There's a gentleman running for the House of Representatives from the 21st District of Texas. If you listen to this program, you know who he is. His name is Chip Roy. He's a dear friend of mine, but even more than that, is a solid constitutional slash Reagan conservative. And there are many tough races in Texas, and this is one. This is very close in this district, the 21st District. In Texas, and I've asked him to come on. And Chip Roy, how are you, my friend? Mark, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's great to hear from you, my friend. I wanted to ask you, Chip, a number of things, but let's begin with the Kavanaugh situation here. Um, You were uh, chief of staff to Ted Cruz at one point. Uh, You've seen this. Uh, Well, you haven't seen this, but you've seen how the Democrats can operate in the Senate. What's your take on this? Well, I'm glad you asked. I mean, this is a perfect example of what's wrong with Washington, why people outside of the Beltway are scratching their head uh, looking at this complete chaos. You know, I was a lawyer on the Senate Judiciary Committee, you probably remember, and uh, lived through a number of nominations, John Roberts, Sam Alito, and uh, many other district court and circuit court fights. And, and I've never seen anything quite like this. And, uh, and let's not kid ourselves. This was all strategic. This was all purposeful. When I was on the Senate Judiciary Committee, we had a process for dealing with uh, issues like this. You did it behind closed doors. You did it on a nonpartisan basis. You got together to sort it out and then uh, deal with it in private and then figure out how to proceed. But they abandoned that. They did it for political purposes. It's nakedly political. And, uh, you know, frankly, uh, I think maybe they've overplayed their hand and the American people are starting to see it so long as a few senators don't wimp out. Yeah, and what about this, uh, there's no presumption of innocence, and uh, of course we should call in the FBI to do an investigation. Joe Biden took the exact opposite position on those two issues in 1991. 
No, that's that, that's right, and and I think uh, the, the the whole idea that they are willing to throw overboard the rule of law and the presumption of innocence for a naked uh, political play uh, is 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 something that I think should give all of us great concern. But again, I'm starting. I'm feeling it out here. I'm feeling people starting to wake up and say, "Hold on a second. These guys are are are, are not representing me." I'm seeing a lot of people that are uh, traditionally not necessarily Republicans or conservatives that are kind of saying, "Look, these guys." They don't represent us at all. They're trying to throw overboard the things that made this country great. So I'm hopeful that they will see the right path forward. But I can tell you this. If Republicans blow this, then there will be real hell to pay in November. Voters are fed up. They want Washington Republicans to stand up and finally do what they said they would do. You're a dear friend of Ted Cruz, as am I. Um, I have a stepson who works for Ted Cruz. But I was a friend of Ted Cruz's for 20 years. And a friend, and he's and he's quite solid. And uh, what do you make of this? Um, the restaurant in Washington D.C. where he and his wife are really physically accosted by this this mob. Well, I think it demonstrates the extent to which the progressive, socialist, liberal left, whatever you want to call it, whatever labels they choose to to put on themselves, are uh, so out of touch with the American people and so indicative of everything that's wrong with Washington. Senator Cruz has been fighting for the people of Texas to do what he said he would do when he went to Washington. And uh, for the left to go accost him and his wife at a restaurant is so far out of bounds that, frankly, even on social media today, I was noticing a lot of people that were, again, more moderates or liberals that were saying, guys, this this is over the top. Again, I think they're overplaying their hand. But, you know, they're threatening Senator Cruz, threatening his family. And that's something that's so far out of touch with the people of Texas. And I think that's why you saw his opponent, Mr. O'Rourke, put out some social media saying, yeah, that, that's not good. We, we shouldn't do that. We should leave Senator Cruz and his family alone. And, um, they, you know, they, those, those aren't Texas values, I can assure you. People in Texas wouldn't take kindly to being interrupted in their restaurant like that. But we all know, however, don't we, that Beto O'Rourke, would be voting for uh, Schumer to be the leader of the Democrats in the Senate, that he would be participating with the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee doing the character assassination thing. He's a leftist. But I want to talk about your race now. Uh, It's crucially important that we elect conservative movement leaders with decades of backgrounds that can reassure us that they're going to be solid in this battle in the House of Representatives. We may well lose the House. It may be very, very ugly. More the reason to make sure states like Texas and other conservative states, and particularly in your district, the 21st district, that we put somebody like you in this position. Tell us a little more about you and your opponent. Absolutely. Well, Mark, I think people who have listened to your show know that I'm a proud Texan. My family came here in 1851. Uh, my great-great-grandfather was a Texas Ranger. My grandma was a single mom in West Texas raising my polio-stricken father after her husband had died of cancer. And she didn't look for handouts. She figured out how to take care of herself, work herself out, became the first woman elected county clerk in a small town in Texas. Those are the Texas values that make this state great. Those are the re- that's the reason why a 1,000 people a day are moving to Texas. But unfortunately, we're being attacked. Our Texas values are under assault from a crazy left, the left that's supporting Beto O'Rourke, the left that is supporting my opponent, uh, Joseph Kotzer, and those values are, their values are fully out of step with the people of Texas. Uh, let's just give you a couple of little uh, uh, tidbits. My opponent, who tries to claim it as being a centrist, uh, supports impeachment of President Trump, supports 
government-run health care, supports undoing the tax bill that put more money in our pockets, wants a carbon tax, wants a financial transaction tax, wants to take away border patrol assets and give them to foreign countries. And if I could go down the list, wants to fund Planned Parenthood, wants to do a gun confiscation and, and have more gun regulations. None of these values are in step with our beliefs. They believe that they can win this election on the back of the chaos of the midterms. But the fact is, nothing that they stand for is in sync with the people of Texas. And so we're doing our job working hard to knock doors, make phone calls, raise money. Uh, my website's chiproy.com. Do everything we need to do to put, uh, to put ads up on the air and make sure people know uh, what's really going on with both Mr. O'Rourke, my opponent, and frankly, some of the others. Uh, Mr. O'Rourke raised $9 million in August through Act Blue. He's got money coming from all over the country. My opponent's getting some of that, too. And it's not reflecting Texas values. It's Hollywood values and California and New York values. Mm-hmm. Now, your opponent served in the military. Is that correct? He did, and I thank him for his service, but I just assume his public service end right there. Yeah, because uh, he was carefully, uh, uh, you know, targeted and found uh, by the Democrats, so he can say that he served in the military, but he's a leftist, isn't he? No question about it. Uh, if you, you know, he, he likes to talk about reaching across the aisle and figuring out how to work together. Uh, but, you know, go back and look at the yard signs that he put out during the primaries, you know, progressives uh, uh, for Joseph Kopser. Those are all indications of where he's really coming from. And like I said, I went through the list of issues. You would think it's because my crack staff has done a lot of oppo, oppo research. No, no. Go look at his website. First, go to my website and look at chiproy.com and give me some money to help me win this race. But his website outlines all of those things about which uh, we disagree and the things I just outlined. And, and, it's, and it's real, right? I mean, government-run health care, what he calls Medicare for all. You and I both know that would cost $40 trillion, bankrupt our— It would uh, bankrupt the nation faster than it's already being bankrupted. Absolutely. And it would destroy Medicare as it currently exists. It wouldn't do anything to help people with preexisting conditions because it would put us on waiting lists and make us have rationed care from government bureaucrats telling us exactly what health care we can get and what we can't get. We know how to solve this problem, and frankly, you and I also know that the problem is that Republicans haven't been doing what they said they would do, and that's why so many people are frustrated. The wrong path to go down is to take that out by going down and trying to support a socialist. Rather, let's follow the lead of a president who's shaking up the, uh, the uh, status quo in Washington, taking on the swamp, and let's go make sure that we get health care freedom, secure our border, get a strong economy, give our men and women the tools they need, and then get Washington the heck out of the way and let Texas be Texas. Now, Jim Jones, uh, Jim Jones, Jim Jordan. Uh, has, has endorsed you. Uh, Jim Jordan is what I'm saying. Yeah. Jim Jordan has endorsed you. Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, uh, Mark Meadows, um, and, you know, folks who are reliably solid and conservative are very much hoping that you'll, you'll win this race. How does it look? Look, we feel good. We've been looking at numbers that give us a, a lot of confidence that if we do our job and finish the race and run through the tape, we're going to be in good shape. But that's all contingent on getting continued support from conservatives around the country. We've had a grassroots campaign from the beginning. We've had thousands and thousands of supporters from, from Texas, from this district, including some, and some from your audience from, from Texas and around the country. And we're so uh, blessed to have that. We've got to have the resources to finish the race. But those, those endorsements mean a lot. Your endorsement meant a lot. Jim Jordan's coming to Fredericksburg, Texas. I'm really close to there right now out in Bernie, Texas, in the Hill Country. He's coming out this weekend 
to uh, uh, do an event for me with some uh, strong conservative activists in the Hill Country. And uh, we're just we're just doing everything we know how to do to uh, get our uh, message out around the district that uh, help is on the way. It's time that we send some people to Washington who are actually going to do what they said they would do, stand up to make Congress work for us again. These are the things that uh, the American people are clamoring for, and I can tell you for sure it's what the people of Texas are clamoring for. And I can tell the people in your district, the 21st District of Texas, the people in the state of Texas, and the people who listen to this program all over the country, that you are the real deal. And you've been the real deal since the day I met you. And I'm hoping, Levinites out there, you can donate just even a little to a Chip Roy. Go to chiproy.com, and you'll have all the information there, chiproy.com. I would strongly encourage you, if you're going to get involved in a race, this is one of the races you really should support, and you'll see. Uh, you know, there, years ago, I told you about Mike Lee. Nobody heard about Mike Lee. I told you about Ted Cruz. Nobody heard about Ted Cruz. I told you about Rand Paul. Nobody heard about Rand Paul and so forth. Chip Roy is a very, very important voice, the future of the conservative movement in this country. He needs to be in the House of Representatives to fight these people. ChipRoy.com. America, if you can help him, even with a little donation, I hope you will. And good luck to you, Chip. Mark, thank you. Thank you, for, thank you for all you're doing. Your show on Fox is great. Your radio show is great. You're a voice for freedom, and we need you doing what you're doing. And thank you for that voice of support. And for all your listeners who have supported me in previous Levin surges, God bless you, my friend. And God bless you, too. And we'll be right back. Mark Levin. You know, uh, Chip Roy is running against an individual who served in the United States military, but he's an individual who supports slashing the United States military. He's an individual who does not believe in peace through strength. He's an individual who supports a radical anti-Israel organization called J Street. And we're finding this more and more among Democrats. So I hope the people in Texas will keep this in mind, too. He's, he's running against a leftist. He's running against a leftist. And uh, Chip Roy is anything but. He is, if you had to create a conservative who you wanted to represent you in the House of Representatives, and I speak to the entire country about this, you'd want him. And you might say, well, that's not my district. Well, as you well know, because you listen to this show, uh, these individuals vote on matters that affect you and affect your family. So uh, he may not be in your district, but he is in your Congress if we can get him there. You know, I enjoy helping my listeners like Nathaniel, who owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars in back taxes. He told the IRS he didn't have the money to pay, but it didn't matter. They put a lien on his home anyway. Nathaniel heard how much I respect Optima Tax Relief, so he engaged them. Optima got the IRS to designate Nathaniel's case as CNC status, currently not collectible. That's a big win, because it basically says, no use pursuing our client. There's nothing to be gained there. Optima kept fighting on Nathaniel's behalf until the IRS agreed to a deal that saved him thousands and resolved his tax debt for good. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are honest, hardworking Americans with families, homes, savings, and paychecks that need protection. They've resolved over half a billion dollars in tax debt for clients. So if you owe back taxes to the IRS, call my friends at Optima Tax Relief, 800-499-6300, 800-499-6300. 
800-499-6300. That's 800-499-6300. So this is this 21st district in Texas where you have a, a, a marvelous, an outstanding individual. And by the way, he's a cancer survivor, too. I just mentioned that so you understand how all this campaigning isn't necessarily the healthiest thing he can do, but he's doing it because he's sincerely committed to this republic. And that is Chip Roy. In my own district in Virginia, Northern Virginia, there is our congresswoman by the name of Barbara Comstock. I've known her for decades. And Barbara votes in ways I don't always agree with. But she votes in some ways that I do agree with. She's running against a out-and-out leftist, a massive tax increaser, an open borders supporter, Now, some people say we should sit on the sidelines. Are you out of your minds? Seriously? This is a different kind of election, ladies and gentlemen. This is a different kind of election. The Democrats have put up individuals who are rabid, radical leftists in virtually every single race. And they try to conceal how left-wing they actually are. On election day, I'm voting for Barbara Comstock. There's another district in Florida. Another district in Florida, and several districts in Florida that you need to pay attention to also, that are very, very important, because Florida has a few of these districts that go back and forth. And there's a governor's race in Florida, where our friend Ron DeSantis, he needs help, he needs support, he's running against a radical, hate America first, left-wing Bernie Sanders protege, this guy Gilliam. Ron DeSantis is exactly the opposite. Again, they try to paint Ron DeSantis as something he's not. What he is, is an American who signed up for the military, who served in two combat zones, who then came back, went to Harvard Law School, and now served in the United States House of Representatives. His record is abundantly clear, pro-property rights, pro-capitalism, pro-securing the border and so forth and so on, and pro-Israel, pro-America, first and foremost. He's not looking to fundamentally transform America. You have an opportunity in Florida to vote in a man who is going to protect what you've earned and protect the state. It's a a no-brainer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Check out our Levin TV tonight. It's fantastic. 844-LEVIN-TV. We'll get you signed up immediately. And I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.